the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. talk about. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. It always starts with your 401k plan, your, your savings plan, building up wealth. That's what we talked about for the last about 14 years, 14 years or more. Uh, talking about this show, uh, it, there was a savings crisis. Now our savings rate's actually 11%. People are cutting back on savings through the pandemic. They're saving more money. They understand they've got to protect themselves and their family against runaway government spending, against the threats in the world today, and really question will, they, will the government be able to make good in all their promises. And this is a concern. I think people are understanding they're learning to save more money. They're learning to build up wealth. And so we'll be talking about that on the show today. Uh, quite an enormous week. Uh, this, is, this is the first week of the new year. 2020, 2020 lasted, it seemed like it was the longest year. I, you know, sometimes the year goes by and goes, wow, where did that year go? How did that year go by so quickly? Wow, it seems like it was just the other day. It was the year before. Now it's a new year. This was the longest year. It, it, and, and I thought, well, we'll change this year. But no, it just keeps on going. Here we are in 2020. And an extraordinary year already. I mean, unlike anything I've ever seen, uh, just remarkable changes that have hit the market and come in. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't know where to start this week. I, I was telling somebody on, I guess it was uh, Wednesday, there was knocked down the market 500 points, the stock market. Uh, one of them was the, uh, the the fact that the, the Republicans lost the Senate. That was, I think, that was unexpected. We really thought they would get it. Uh, uh, that was a huge shock. Uh, then the, uh, the, the 10 year went over, uh, 1%, which we'll be dis- discussing. Uh, that, that, uh, resistance line, it broke through. I, that was really a line where people were going to start getting nervous. It happened. And then there was a protest in, in, uh, with, in front of the Capitol. And, you know, some protesters broke in and that would, that would have dropped the market. I remember back, I don't know how many years ago, but it was during the financial crisis or the European, one of these crises in Europe, and, and they had a protest in Greece, and they broke in and stormed the parliament building. The United States stock market dropped 400 points that day. So, so you know, here the market went up 400 points that day. All three of those things should have dropped the market 500 points, but it didn't. What happened? I mean, things are changing, and we're going to discuss why this is happening here later in the show. So, so we're going to go over that. Uh, a couple other things I, I think that really needs to be addressed is 
the situation in the capital. Uh, I, I think this has been this this is basically, in my opinion, I think this has been blown completely out of proportion. I, I listened to President Trump's speech. I didn't hear any call for insurrection or anything like that. I, I, you know, I, to suppose there was a quarter of a million protesters, the people that were up there in the in the in, there was fleeting shots you saw. It was a million people. Trump supporters were up there. They felt like the election was stolen. There, you know, there's 74 million Trump people, 73 million somewhere in there that voted for President Trump. Uh, the majority of them feel like the election was stolen. It's not just 73 million people. There, I've, I've had talked to people or friends of mine have talked to people around the world. They all think the election in Italy, in Greece, everywhere around the world, lots of people think this election was stolen. So it clearly, at best case, you can say there was, you know, there was just more fraud than there should have been. And so rather than trying to look at the problem, you know, the, 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 the official story is nothing to see here. And nobody believes that. No one in the world believes that. But, but so back to this. So the protests, they, they, there's a million people in Washington, D.C., now, a small number of those people breached the Capitol, got into the Capitol. Uh, now, minimal, look, if you've got a million people protesting what's happening about a stolen election, they break into the Capitol and they leave with a small amount of, of, of damage, a small amount of damage. That's a huge win for everybody involved. This thing, it, this was not an occupation. This was not an insurrection. This was not a coup d'etat. They were not there to kill off all the representatives and declare a new government. They went in there. They looked around. As you can see the pictures. People are taking pictures. They walked away. They left. Within an hour or so, people were, most people were gone. They didn't have to call the army in to clear the Capitol. They didn't have to sit there and machine gun people. People walked away and left. There was a very small amount of rabble-rousers. We're not sure if they were Trump supporters. There's very good evidence that some of them were Antifa. They're trying to make the Republicans and the, Demo- and the Trump people look bad. Did some damage. But this has been blown completely out of proportion. And, uh, and the response has been absolutely frightening. This, at the end, by the end of the week, the tech companies and the tech oligarchs have engaged in a systematic purge of conservatives and Republicans throughout social media and off of the Internet and persecuting them. This is unlike anything that's probably seen since Tiananmen Square. It is frightening to see this type of stuff happen. The American people are very concerned. I, I can't tell you how many people I talk It's enormous numbers of people we talked to this week. It, and, it, it, you know, people are shocked at what's happening. They're deeply concerned about what the response is. More so, quite most people have not viewed this breach of the Capitol as a big deal. If this would have just been swept under the rug and we would have captured the people that did the damage and moved on, this would be a minor footnote in history. What this thing, the response to this is unlike anything that has been seen in the United States of America in the history of this country. We're talking about they demanding the resignation of the president, that the, they're going to move forward. We're going to talk about impeaching the president, a systematic purge of conservatives and Republicans off of the Internet, uh, and even other places like uh, many people. We've moved to parlor. We've, we've gotten rid of our, our, our Twitter account. We've moved to parlor. Now Apple and Google want parlor uh, to clean up their stuff and police them, and evidently they're trying to eliminate any presence of Republicans and conservative thought on the Internet. Look, this is the type of stuff you see in China today. This is the type of stuff you saw in Nazi Germany. We're not talking about the concentration camp Nazi Germany. People forget there was a time in Nazi Germany in the 1930s where, where the Jewish people were persecuted and people that stood up to Adolf Hitler. Their shops were burned they, they, and looted. They, they were driven away. They were harassed. They didn't have the Internet back then, but they couldn't be in the paper. They, they were driven away. They were trying to be silenced. This is the same type of thing. And then for, president, and then for uh, President-elect Biden to come on and, and accuse the Republicans of acting like Nazis and the big lie, I mean, they, they take a look in the mirror. That's real interesting. I was sitting with someone watching that on TV the other night, and the response from a 90-year-old-plus person was, you know, uh, Biden, he's vicious. 
and he was he was very vicious in that thing. I, I think Ted Cruz used the word vicious uh, in, in a tweet of, about Biden. He, he said, this is a vicious attack against law-abiding Americans that want the best for the United States. It, and it's very disconcerting. Uh, the, the idea that, that basically we have Friday, we effectively lost our freedom in this country because of a few decisions by Mark Zuckerberg and, and, uh, and, and some of the other tech people at Google, Facebook, and Apple is, is a major concern. They, they have no business taking our freedoms away from us. Uh, and, and, and then when we want to go somewhere else, they try to cancel the, the Twitter, pla- the uh, parlor platform or other things to try to, they want us to silence a political, a, a particular political persuasion. They want to silence protest. They want to silence freedom of speech. They want to silence opposing views. This is fundamentally at the, at the, actually the very basis of the founding of the country is un-American. It's profoundly un-American. It's profoundly dangerous and it's profoundly frightening. And it's, and, and it's a very grave situation. Uh, you know, some people, look, I think people ought to, they should cancel their Twitter account. They should get off of Facebook. You cannot, you cannot justify being with these people like Mark Zuckerberg with this type of thing. I, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. This is profoundly un-American what they're doing. There was no occupation in the White House, of the, of the Capitol. They left. People walked through there. You look at they were walking through and they left. This is extraordinary. This is being used. I wouldn't put, it wouldn't surprise me if they were deliberately led in to create a crisis to try to clamp down on, on, on American citizens in this country. It, it is wrong. And so what do you do about it? Look, we'll work through this. The United States of America always does. Look, people see what's happened. People aren't stupid. You know, but, but like I said, get off of these social platforms. You know, Facebook, there's a lot of research that it doesn't do any good for most people. Uh, you know, it, 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 they're collecting your personal data to, to sell to other people, to sell you things, to manipulate you. And then, then they're not even letting you have free speech. And, you know, why would you, why would you be involved with people like Mark Zuckerberg? I mean, he's an inherently evil person. I mean, a genuinely malevolent person. And so that would be my advice on this. I think we're going to get through this. I think this capital, uh, I think this protest has been completely blown out of proportion. I think it's because they want to sit there. The Democrats want to, to they want to pay back time. Look, let me ask you something. Do you know why we've had peaceful transition of power for, what is it, 240 years? You know, 240 years, something like that in the United States? Because when one group, the next group wins, the, the other people, group goes away and they leave them alone and nobody that we don't we don't jail the political opponents we don't you know exile our political opponents you know we don't put them to the guillotine we don't hang them we don't put them up against the wall in the basement and shoot them we don't do that in the united states of america look you know president trump will be out here in two weeks fine you know i you know everyone says he's going to run again i i I would be surprised if he runs again. I do think there's a number of people around him that are going to run again. I think we've got some very strong uh, Republicans that are going to run again. But, you know, th- this idea of persecuting the, 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 the political party is fundamentally wrong. And now they want to impeach him. And the reason why is to prevent him from running again. Well, we had the House and the Senate and the presidency after Barack Obama. You know, do we engage every time the next president comes in to impeach the other president? This this is ridiculous. And, 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 and the thing to, to remember on this is, is this protest in Washington has been blown completely out of proportion. And we need to understand that, and we need to move forward. And we need to push back on people and say, no, we don't need to take away everybody's freedom. No, this was not a fundamental threat to the country. No, we need to move on as we have always moved on to the next election, to, to the future of the United States, and trying to get along. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a tough situation overall. But I, 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 what I'm really concerned about is just the absolute mean-spiritedness that, that I'm hearing from the Democratic Party of the payback. Uh, again, look, I don't. This is a show about savings and investments at the Maxwell Savings Advisor Show. Uh, show, but 
in all fairness, this was a purge that happened Friday, the, yesterday. I mean, it, in the last two days, it's been a purge of the Internet. It, if that doesn't frighten every American, it should. You know, I've been to Tiananmen Square. You know, it, 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 it's a scary place with all the cameras. You know, people come up, hey, oh, sir, we would like to, uh, my, my dad would like to, he's never seen an American. He'd like to get a picture of you. Yeah, I stupidly fell for that one. That, you know, basically the secret police put me in the file on that one. They, I think they knew some of my political leanings, but, but it is a scary place over there. I've read some books, Read Moving the Mountain, a, phen- a phenomenal book about one of the leaders of, of, of Tenement Square. It, it, it's very sad. It, we're seeing exactly the same thing happen. And it, it basically, there wasn't even any type of occupation or anything. In this case, it was just a, a basically a minor protest that got a little out of hand. It was over in two hours uh, with minimal damage. And, and yet here we are facing this. And, and we, so we want to put this in perspective, I think. Uh, now, what to do with the markets in here? You know, it, I, I, again, I've, I've phone calls this week. My God, what is happening? What's going on? Uh, this is this is really what we've been talking about here. And I tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. Uh, why don't we uh, take a break and be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Maxwell Savings Show. And right now we've got Larry on the line with a question. Hello, Larry. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? And uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year. <laughs> and now for the fun part, 2021 is upon us, as you've uh, been discussing. Um, I have kind of a, yeah. a practical question here. Uh, right now, you know, what you've been discussing here just up uh, uh, the last week uh, we could potentially be in a situation where things get very unstable here uh, rather quickly. Um, uh, and I'm not sure, you know, even after Trump is gone and we get our new president, I, I don't think Biden is altogether here. You know, when he made that statement uh, this week about how uh, 
you know, if the protesters were black, they would have been treated so much differently. Uh, where that came from, I don't know. And what he was saying, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking he's just not altogether here. But my question yeah. is, if things do start getting seriously unstable, what, can, what practical kind of things can we do here to help weather the storm? Yeah, monetarily, look, financially speaking. I, I think what you've got to do is I think you're going to have to have higher levels of cash on the sidelines just to, to weather things out because the economy could go bad. And, and, and I think until we get an idea of what's going to happen, you, you don't want to spend as much money just be, because it, it, you just can't be for sure where this thing's going to go. I, I think you a couple things you can count on. They're going to spend a lot of money. And, 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 and so you're going to have to count on, on – on inflation and probably interest rates going up. And, and, and I think that's it. I, I think until we get an idea what's going to happen, I think you've got to be very careful with your funds right now overall. Uh, we have a couple hedges on place, which we might or might not pull off in here, uh, be, because it just seems very, very unstable in here. And, uh, and to your point, I, I thought Biden's performance was, was really, uh, you know, a little bit, worrisome when, when you saw that type of attitude rather than trying to pull people together. Uh, it, it's not a few Trump supporters. It's, it's you know, there's probably 80% of the 73 million, and that's an enormous number of people. So so higher levels of cash, I think the precious metals, I, I think things that can ride through this. I think going forward, and we're going to discuss this more in the show, is it's going to be solid businesses that are going to be around uh, going forward. The electric, utilities, gas, utilities, those type of uh, things, some of the oil and gas sector, basic manufacturing that, that, that's going to ride through this no matter what happens, infrastructure. Uh, but, yeah, it, I think to your, to your answer is I think you've got to basically be very cautious with your investments right now and not take a whole lot of risk. and keep, You need to have a higher level of cash right now. Okay, so you don't see uh, near-term problems with the dollar right away, even if things go very unstable? Well, I, I do think the dollar's going lower. Uh, the dollar's been dropping uh, basically since the election. It, it, it really peaked in uh, – it, it peaked back in uh, March you know, when the COVID struck and everybody started buying dollars because they figured the U.S. would be the safest place to be. And, but then the Fed came in with their massive stimulus programs, and that topped the dollar. And the dollar went from about 113. It's up about 90.07. It's gone up in the last couple of days. Uh, and I'm going to expand upon that a little bit later here in the show. But but the dollar's dropped from, excuse me, 104 down to about 90. So, so it's had a pretty good drop already. I think it's going to continue to drop, yes. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. That's what I need to know. I think you've got to be careful right now, Larry. This is very uncertain. I mean, it's this uh, Internet purge. Uh, of the conservatives is, is got to be deeply troubling. We've never seen anything like this. Do we have another call here, Eddie? No, not right now. Okay, Chris. Uh, to, to Larry's point, uh, what we're looking at here is is where do we go from here? A couple thoughts. If you look at the dollar, the dollar this week went up a little bit, actually, uh, the last couple of days. And it, it's kind of counterintuitive. Look, I think something is going on here. Uh, they, they pushed the, the 10-year over over 1%, which stabilized the dollar. And and if you look at it, gold dropped. Gold had a, uh, a precipitous drop here yesterday. And uh, what, what do we get? Where are my numbers on the gold? Uh, the gold was down about $78 yesterday. Uh, silver went up went down as well and and what you saw was the dollar had had, had uh the the the, t- the 10-year uh bond went up it went to about 1.1 1. Uh, 1. 1, uh from from 0. 0.90 so it, it did two things it broke above one percent and it also you know how much you know, guess how much the yield in the 10-year bond went up this week on a percentage basis Twenty percent. I'm going to repeat that. That the yield on the ten-year bond this week went up twenty percent. Now it was only twenty basis points, so it wasn't that much, but it was it, it clearly broke above 
the 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 resistance level of one percent that a lot of people are watching. This caused gold to go down, and this caused the dollar to stabilize. It's real interesting. Gold had a big plunge yesterday. It was it was down actually seventy eight dollars yesterday. Well, well you, you engage in an internet purge that you know the uh, the, the, the uh, Nancy Pelosi is now moving forward with impeaching of the president of the United States, which might be the stupidest thing after they had a complete failure in the first impeachment. The evidence all proved to be false and a lie. They're doing it again, but 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 they're coming in and doing it again. You would have thought that the dollar that gold would have gone. Down, up, up, but it didn't. It went down. Now I have a theory. Yesterday, yesterday uh, Joe Biden did did an interview, yeah, not an interview, but he did a press conference. And one of the things they talked about was was uh, what type are you going to do a stimulus? And and uh, I, everybody wishes they had press conferences like Joe Biden. They, the questions, they're not even softballs. It's like the T-ball questions where they basically come up and set the ball on the little stand and, and the child gets to hit it. But so, so they asked about this, and the reporter said the rumors are that it's a 2 to $3 trillion uh, stimulus program, which is a massive stimulus program. And, and that should have caught, caused gold to skyrocket. Instead, it went down. I think what they're doing is I think they're – that the, the Treasury or the Fed or somebody is dumping gold and particularly gold and silver, they're jamming it down because they don't want people to think that, that Biden's stimulus programs are going to be. If you heard a two to three trillion dollar stimulus program, that means spending is going to get out of control. Barring is going to get out of control. That means rates are going up and that means inflation's going up and the dollar is going to plunge. But what happened is the dollar went up a little yesterday. Gold went down. They're stabilizing it. They're trying to make it look like nothing to see here. They did the same thing when Janet Yellen was 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 rumored to be Treasury Secretary. That they, they they pushed down gold a little bit because they don't want people to see what's happening. Let, let me put this in perspective here. They're talking a two to three trillion dollar stimulus program. Okay, now oh, that's a lot. This is a crisis. It's shut down. Well. Wait a minute. We just did a trillion-dollar stimulus program, almost trillion-dollar stimulus program, two weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Here we're doing another one. So here are the numbers for 2020. We started with the trillion dollars worth of debt in the budget. They added $2.3 trillion for the coronavirus emergency, and then we just did another trillion. That works out to be about $4.3 trillion in, in, in deficit spending in here, additional spending. You know what the size of the United States economy is? It's slightly over uh, 20, it's about 20, uh, little, almost 21 billion, 20, 21 billion dollars. So 4.3, that works out to be, you're talking about 20% of the GDP is being deficit spended in the United States. They're going to do the same thing again, th- th- again this year. They're starting out with a, a budget deficit already. They're putting on two to three trillion dollars more. And the spending is already getting out of control. And so what we're going to see happen here is going to be a continued monetization by the Federal Reserve. They're going to continue to – their balance sheet's going to continue to go down, to go up. The dollar's going to go down over time. Look, they might do a short-term squeeze on the dollar to push it up a little bit because it's going down so much. But over time – they're going to do nothing but spend money. Janet Yellen is a big proponent of modern monetary theory, which is which simply means that you can spend as much as you want. They have, they've shut down. If you think about, it, they've shut down California, they've shut down New York, they've shut down New Jersey, they've shut down Illinois, and they've shut down Pennsylvania and Michigan. Okay, that's a good part of the U.S. economy. Now we have exactly the same virus down in Texas and Florida and other places. Our economy is moving along pretty well. They're shut down up there. Massive job losses. Well, that one of the reasons you want to keep those shut down is you want the economy as bad as possible so over the next month or so you can get this two to three trillion dollar massive program where they can put every liberal giveaway into the program and spend money. So so what we're gonna have is we're gonna have massive deficit spending. This is gonna put pressure on the dollar over the long term and and it's gonna get worse. And if, if, if anything you see their reaction to the to this, you know, to the incident up with the up at Capitol Hill. It, they had completely gone off the deep end on that. 
and purging people. They, you know, uh, uh, it, it, villainizing uh, Trump supporters, calling them Nazis, calling them everything else under the sun. And, and uh, well, what else are they going to do? They, they're going to have an enormous numbers of executive actions taken immediately. They're going to try to do two to three trillion dollars worth of spending. How is this going to help the economy? They're going to raise taxes. Higher taxes, more massive regulation, uh, massive government spending. This is a recipe for disaster over the long term. Now, in the interim, well, Ted, why is the market going up? It's, it's real simple. The market is going up because there's 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 a massive flood of money coming in uh, of stimulus. What what the Federal Reserve has been saying is we're doing as much as we can. But, but the government has to do more fiscal spending. That's what all the central banks are telling people, the governments around the world. Well, that now that, that Biden's in there, Biden, Biden has the, the House. He's now got the Senate. And I'm not even sure, I'm not even sure if we have the Supreme Court anymore, quite frankly. So they're gonna, they, they can basically spend and do whatever they want. This is gonna cause massive, massive spending. And this is what we're gonna be looking forward to. This is what you're gonna see happen. So the market's going, oh my God, money's gonna rain from the skies. They're gonna do everything they can to try to push this up. And it's gonna continue to work and push things up, up until the point that the dollar starts falling, interest rates starts moving. As the interest rates start moving up, that's going to pressure stocks. Now, the tech sector has been the hottest thing out there. But look, there's going to be enormous pressure for Republicans and conservatives and people to get off of Facebook, get off of, 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 uh, of Twitter. Uh, I, there's going to be enormous pressure to, to remove Rule 430. Uh, uh, which is room? Excuse me, Rule two, thir- Section two thirty, which which eliminates the the tech companies from being sued. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that, but there's going to be massive, massive antitrust. The state of Texas is heavily involved with Google and some of the other with the suit. Look, Texas cannot let Google and the rest of these companies off the hook on the antitrust. They've got to take them to the mat to to, to make sure that we get fairness coming out of Google, Facebook, and, and, and Twitter. And I'm not sure if they're suing all of them, but they're suing Google. You cannot let Google up off the mat. You've got to do whatever you can to make sure that they're going to be fair going forward. And, and Because it's not going to come out of the federal government because the Democrats control that. So there's going to be huge pressure on the tech sector overall. So I would be very careful in the tech sector out there right now. I, I think I think this is really going to – I think their whole models are in trouble. A lot of them have monopolies. Uh, people are scrambling to get away from Facebook. They're going to some of these other type of places. What was it? Uh, there was a clout something or another that was recommended the other day, uh, uh, clout, clout Hub. There's other ones out there, uh, uh, Parler. And so I think there's going to be a lot of pressure out there. Uh, this right now, we're looking at one of the most uncertain periods probably in American history right now. It should not be this way. It should be pretty moderate, but, 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 but the Democrats really want, they're spoiling for a fight. I think they're very disappointed that the Republicans didn't occupy or you know, completely burn down the Capitol because that would have given them more power. You know, what they're looking for is they're hoping anywhere Republicans do something, they're going to jump on. If there's a shooting, then they're going to try to round up all the, 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 the weapons out there. It's going to be one thing after another. It's designed to throw the American people off so they can't, they cannot, they cannot organize a resistance against this. And what's got to happen is the Trump people and the Republicans and the, the conservatives have got to pull together and stand tough on this issue. You, you can't let them keep pulling you off a base and keep creating good scenarios where, where you're condemning your, your fellow Republicans every single time. You've got to have to stand up and say, look, this was a minor thing. People left after two hours and that's it. it, it, it so this does not justify a purge of the internet of, of, of our people. That You've got to stand up. You've got to stick together right now. And that's what we're going to have to see happen. But when it comes to investments, the, the thing you're going to have to watch is, is is where do we go from here? This is very uncertain. Look, there's people all over the world. Nobody believes this election. They're seeing what's going on up there. They're seeing the purges happening. Look, when you do purges, they know in China, they know in Venezuela, they know in Russia, look, things are not going to go well and it's going to get worse. And so big money is going to start pulling Big wealthy people are going to start pulling money out of the United States. They're going to go to Europe where they view it safer. They're going to go to Asia, Southeast Asia, where they view it safer. 
other places which look more stable than the United States of America. And so this is going to continue to put pressure on the dollar. I, I think this is. I, I think you're going to see inflation over time. I think you're going to see a lower dollar. I think precious metals are going to go up. I, I think the oil and gas. I think commodities are going to continue to go up. Although I'm becoming a little concerned that we've had such a big run in the agricultural commodities. But 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 that but that's it. This is a very uncertain world. In an uncertain world of rising taxes, rising regulation, uh, 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 lack of economic clarity, people don't spend money, and then you toss a virus on top of it. It, 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 it's a very foggy thing out there, but people don't know what to do, and they're just pouring money in the market. I think you want to be cautious and more judicious, and we're going to explain a little bit more about this after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics schydraulics.com This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Health Savings Show. Tell you what, we've got uh, Philip with a question. Good morning, Philip. Yeah, good morning. Hey, Ted, yeah, I've been listening to your program this morning and kind of looking forward to the next four years. And as far as, like, investing your money over the next four years and the troubling times ahead, what about these uh, a tax-deferred annuity, like in a fixed index annuity, or what they refer to as a cyclically adjusted price-to-earnings ratio annuity to protect your principal and uh, yet um, just be aware that, you know, things may change where you're, at least your principal is protected over time than investing in stock bonds or whatever. Over. Yeah, you know, look. You can make a case for them. Uh, I'm not big fans of annuities overall. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a very challenging market, and, and I think uh, indexing is not going to work over the next four years. I, I think people are going to be uh, just really disappointed in that. So if you can get something where you have some protection versus indexing, I would say, yeah, uh, I, I think there's better ways to do it. But it's not a bad idea in this market. I think it's going to be a very challenging time in this market. Uh, I, I think you're going to see a lot of trends coming up, and the amount of spending is just going to be extraordinary. And, and, and I think by the four years from now, I think there's likely two things. Either the market could – well, 
the market's most likely going to be down to up, but it could be quadruple, and that might not be a good thing, if that makes any sense, where you just get the dollar start completely falling apart. And that's So I think in that environment, the annuities don't see – most of them don't give you enough difference of uh, uh, investment choices, but, but I think if you can get some protection, because there's a good chance that, that you get a substantial drawdown in here, so that would be okay. Okay, yeah, I'm just looking at that, that, you know, when Biden gets in and everything starts going up, or taxes and things, will the market crash and things like this? And I'm just looking for ways to protect my principal, because the majority of my portfolio is about 60% stock, about 20% bond, some cash, and then some other investments. So I'm just looking to protect the principal, essentially. Over. Yeah, I mean, I think you've got to be, the problem with the annuities is they're hard to get out of. And because we've had people transfer some annuities in, and, 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 and I don't think you're going to have quite the diversity of investment you're going to need for the future. But it, it's not a bad idea. I, 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 I would not. I would. I'm going to be real clear. I would not want all my money in annuities. I think that would be a mistake because a lot of our clients have trouble. They tend not to take them out. And remember uh, what happens, particularly if it's a non, if, if, if it's a after-tax account, which is not an IRA, you don't get the step-up basis for inheritance on annuities, which is a really big deal. But good, good question. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Ted. Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I think I think it's just going to be a tough – I think you're going to see more inflation, and I think there's going to be pressure on the dollar. I, they're just going to print money. I mean, that news conference, it was, you know, they're, they were talking a, a trillion to – to a two to three trillion dollar stimulus program coming up, we just passed a trillion dollar stimulus program less than a month ago. I mean, again, twenty little over twenty trillion dollar economy. Uh, one, you know, uh, one trillion of it, you know, four trillion. I mean, that's like twenty percent. You start really running into problems. Eddie, do we have a phone call? Yeah, we have Tom on the line. Tom, how are you doing? I'm fine. Good morning, Ted. Um, morning. First of all, I, I really appreciate your comments about uh, what happened in the Capitol on Wednesday. Uh, you're in the very small minority of people who who have that viewpoint. I've been uh, curious to observe what people are saying about this thing, and uh, you and Ru- you know Rush Limbaugh also. I mean, had the viewpoint that this is way overblown. It was a peaceful protest. Nobody went in there starting fires or burning the place down. My concern is, you know, even somebody like Sean Hannity, who's been a big Trump supporter, he's out there uh, basically condemning it and saying they ought to be prosecuted. And the problem in my mind, you know, in your case and in Rush Limbaugh's case, you, you more or less have your own company, and you can't be ostracized or fired or whatever. Whereas I'm sure yeah. someone like Sean Hannity has been told, you know, if you don't condemn this, your advertisers will leave, you'll be off Fox and whatever. So how do we get this turned around when, you know, the vast majority of people do work for someone else and their their voices are really being silenced? Like I say, you and Russia are kind of in the minority. Yeah, yeah, Tom, that's very astute. Uh, look, I, I think I think the the way to do it is is to to say I, I think to present it is look, the people that did damage they, they should be prosecuted up there. I, you know, I, I, if I would, I would prefer it not to have happened. It, and if damage was done, or if people went into office, particularly went into offices, uh, they they, uh, they they should be arrested. But but the problem is is is, is we talk about it, it's been blown out of proportion because within two hours everybody left with minimal damage. And the concern is this is being used, taken advantage of the situation, quite frankly, by the other side. It, uh, it, it, and I think we have. You know, explain. We've got to protect our freedom. We, you know, there's always checks and balances, and the concern that's out there with this right now is the checks and balances of the internet and different things are being pushed aside in the rush for judgment here, and that's a that's 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 a very dangerous thing. And so, I think to your point, other people don't have quite the freedom I do, and I and I think you just have to make your case a little more. Uh, in, 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 in a nicer way, if possible. So, you know, just point out, look, it's, it could have been a lot worse. No, there was no, nothing was burned down. People got, there was a million people up there. And quite frankly, the people that did damage, I bet it's less than 100 people out of, out of 1 million. And, and, oh, absolutely. And so, uh, 
I, I think, but to your point, and I, then I think, but we have to say, look, this doesn't justify removing people's right to protest, right to free speech. This is something that we've cherished in this country for, for you know, for 200-something years. And, and, and so to answer your question, I think you've got to artfully put it in a nice way to people and kind of explain it and, and do that. And, and, but you can't defend the people that, 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 that rioted and actually destroyed damage. But if you, look at, if you look at the majority of the people that actually went into the Capitol, they were kind of looking around. What was remarkable to me was they were looking, they were really amazed. They were looking around and taking pictures. I don't want to minimize. There was some damage there. But the, the majority of people that broke in or didn't, that just walked in, they didn't break in. They just walked in. The police were letting them in at that point. They didn't do anything. And then you had a million people outside that didn't do anything. And so understand uh, the situation. So what we have to do is kind of explain that to people and, say, and, and just say, look, we're not con- we condemn the people that did damage and, and, and if anything happened. Uh, well, that, that, that's how you do it. And to that point, Ashley Babbitt, you know, the woman who was killed by the policeman, she kind of fits the description you just gave. Yeah, she was in the Capitol. She shouldn't have been there, but she wasn't causing damage. She was sort of there, just part of the crowd, not invading or stealing people's stuff from their offices. But she was killed, and there's no outrage. Somebody even like a Sean Hattie, it's almost like it's politically incorrect to come out and, you know, just like people all summer long were demanding justice when some unarmed civilian was killed by a policeman, no one is expressing that outrage, even conservative people, because I believe it's, you know, you'd be ostracized again as political, you know, if you tried to defend that woman and call for justice. I don't believe the policeman's name has even been put out there who shot her. No, no, it, 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 he shouldn't have done. He was obviously, I, I didn't, you couldn't see her, but I've looked at that video a number of times. And I, my impression is the guy was generally frightened and just shot her. And uh, it, it, was, it was wrong. There was a policeman right behind her, quite frankly, with, uh, you know, with a gun. And, I mean, on the, right behind her. Uh, and they had the situation under control. Uh, look, I mean, I, 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 think, I, I think that, that I think it was wrong what they did to her, and I, I think they should respect she at least stood up and, and went in there and, and stuff, and, and we should respect her for that. And, and by the way, the Capitol Hill police, this is just my opinion, but if I get a million protesters outside, they, they, some of them break through to the Capitol, they come in, they do minimal amounts of damage, only one person was killed. They had some people had medical issues, but Honestly, and the Capitol wasn't ransacked. That's a big win for the Capitol Police. I, mean, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, they could have held the line. They could have shot a bunch of people. No, people forget four dead in Ohio. That was 50 years ago. And people still remember this to this day. And so I think given the, the situation that was at hand, this thing was resolved very very well for for all people involved, I think, with the exception of Ashley and a few people like that. that is, is, I, I'm very sad about that. Oh, I agree. My and my concern, and I feel sorry for the cop who shot her because I don't think he woke up that morning expecting to kill someone. Um, but my my real rub here, and it kind of jives with the rest of the discussion here, is that no one. It's politically incorrect to try to defend her and call for justice for her. No one is speaking out like they did all summer. And that includes conservative people. I, don't, I haven't heard Hannity or anybody like that go on there and say, where's justice for Ashley and why haven't they even identified the policeman who shot her just like they did with all the other policemen involved in shootings? Well, I think there needs to be an investigation. You're right. Yeah. Well, we'll, call, we'll see about call. that. No, it's being led point. by the D.C. police, so I'm, I'm not confident that that investigation will be, will be fair. Well, she a woman died that, that that's a, that's basically a, a a patriot, and she you know was I don't know how I think four tours of duty, uh, you know in our in our military in the Air Force, and so she should be respected. You're right. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thanks uh, thanks for listening, and thanks for your viewpoints. Okay. Now, it's a tough situation, but but again, I mean, it was it was resolved. Uh, with, with with minimal problems for for minimal with, with the exception of Ashley for for most people in this and and the, look the people that did damage absolutely they should be arrested I I'm not making any excuses but the majority of the people up there you know 
even the majority of the people that went inside did no damage and they walked out. Uh, and there was a million. There was a million people there. I, I talked to. Uh, I haven't talked to, but I've talked to enough people that talked to people that were there that I got a pretty good idea of the situation. Uh, but look, I mean, the, the concern now is is this has been blown out of proportion and it, it's being used to take away our freedoms, and that's not right. It's not right to eliminate the, the other political party. It's not right to eliminate free speech. It's not right to purge 60,000 conservative accounts this week on, from Twitter because, because they have a, a, a belief. Uh, it's not right to, to you know, try to shut down Parler because people want to go over there for free speech. Uh, you know, we, we've gone from you know, uh, allowing it, you know, we, we've gone from a free country where, where we, even, even a person we despise that has horrific views, we let them speak to the point we're not even letting people of the other party uh, or your opposing party speak anymore, have a platform. That's wrong. And it's fundamentally un-American. Uh, it's going to have concerns from the market. I, I, I think what's happened, particularly Friday, uh, with, with this purge of the, uh, on the Internet, that, that is very frightening. I think this is going to have long-term ramifications. Uh, I think it's going to have ramifications for your retirement and your 401k plans. Uh, the positive is, I was talking to someone, they said, look, Ted, a liberal person, they said, I've heard my liberal friends, uh, you know, they're all the liberals up there. All my liberal friends have been telling me for four years that Donald Trump was a dictator and that was it, da, 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 and basically nothing happened. He said, now I'm hearing all the conservatives tell me that too. So I, th- the concern is sort of how it's playing out right now. We have to watch this closely, see what's going to happen. And, and, and I, I think what, what, what we want to do is, is when you're talking two to three trillion dollars, we got to be concerned over the longer term for your assets, for your bonds. I think I think interest rates are going to start to go up. A key point that happened this week that everybody forgets because of everything that happened with the losing the Senate and, and, and the protests is is the the fact that the ten year bond went over one percent. People around the world are getting nervous about what's happening in the United States. This could be inflationary over time. Don't buy the quick drop in gold. This this stuff is going to continue going forward. This is a big trend. The Fed is going to continue to print money, and 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 and, and we're going to see multi trillion dollar stimulus. So, a couple things we're going to be sending out our max out savings report. We're putting it out here uh, sometime this week. Uh, if you're not on the list, look, we write all this stuff ourselves. It's good. It's good information. How to save money, build up wealth. It's free. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. If you need some help with your retirement, I'll be happy to meet with you. Just go to our website and request an appointment. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings. And remember our motto across is save aggressively, invest conservatively. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. 